0: You are now listening to Sisters Confessional. We are back! Episode 4? We are getting Doug back! Episode good morning! Episode 4. Yeah, good morning everyone. We're normally, <laughs> this is when, normally when we record this, it's after work and we're all one drink in already.
1: Yeah, it sucks. I've had two <laughs> sips of coffee and that's all I've drank so far we today. We just have coffee. Instead it's morning stuff. and we're two drinks in. <laughs> we did this in the morning one time and had a drink, didn't we?
0: Yes. Yeah, those are the good old days. Those mm-hmm. were the good old days. <laughs> you guys, this episode, we're gonna talk about... Previous jobs, Ooh. which is a fun one.
1: <laughs> uh, did life even exist before Sisters? I,
0: not really. Definitely not calls life, because like the fame, you know what I mean. <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: just, it, it really just began. Like it she thought,
1: just began. She thought she was well known, and then mm-hmm. yeah, boom. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, so yeah, so we're just gonna talk about that and what we've learned from that and how it's gotten us here. Wow. Okay.
2: Who's going to start?
0: I don't know who does
1: want to start. I'll start. Okay. Oh boy. Oh I got boy. here. Okay. Well, oh boy.
2: Yeah, when I was 14, I got my working papers and uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then I think the first like job I got actually paid for was reffing soccer. And I went to like the municipal building at Rockaway and like trained to be a referee and they were like giving us like basic things to do. And they gave us like the red card and the yellow card. I literally was refereing with like five year olds, but the parents were hardcore, I will admit. I'm sure. And that was like the beginning and the end of my refereeing career, and that's when I realized like it's no fun when you're the person that literally everyone is yelling at during the game. <laughs>
1: That's so true. I actually uh, also refed soccer. I can remember my first two full seasons, two full seasons, I got paid in ice cream sandwiches. (laughs) So like, I mean, that was, that was, (laughs) I think that was when I really learned like, Oh. oh, wow. But I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade and I would ref kindergarten soccer. And I remember, I think it was my uncle came to one game and I got screamed at by a kindergarten parent and I literally couldn't have been more than 12 years old. I was doing it for an ice cream sandwich.
2: Mm -hmm. Never again. Never again. Yeah, for real. I mean, as a parent, I really hope I'm not like that. (laughs) Wow.
1: We'll
2: see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm competitive, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, that that was refereeing was like my first. I got an actual paycheck, though. I had to like go to some guy's house and like get a check out of a mailbox, and I was like, woo. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, and then after that, I was working when I was playing AAU in high school. I was working at the AAU tournaments, Mm. so I was like basketball. Yeah, so I was the person at the admissions counter, and that was. You'd think that would be so easy to do, but you would imagine like the the stuff that people would say. So I guess the, at these AAU tournaments, they're very expensive to run. So not only does a team have to pay to get in, but the people have to, the parents have to pay admission to get in. Anyone coming to watch the games have to get in if they're not a player or a coach. And um, parents and they would walk love in. That. Oh yeah, parents <laughs> would walk in. I'd be like, excuse me, you have to pay to get pay to get in. They would say, oh no, I'm just here to watch my son play. And I would be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is and. There were people who gave us trouble. There were people who who walked out saying they wouldn't pay, and then came back 20 minutes later and paid. Um, But yeah, that was like my first time, like, but it was like like my first real deal with the public, dealing with like parents like that. And after that, I was kind of like, all right, well, I guess you just had to like figure out how people work. And ever since then, for some reason, I just kept working with like in customer service or like with people like retail restaurants, like. I don't know. I I guess I like it. I like the drama.
1: Yeah, I mean, like those <laughs> those problem skills you probably yeah. problem solving skills you probably got at that AAU tournament mm-hmm. probably molded you into the uh,
2: the woman you are today. Oh yes. Oh, or it was my first job at Acme when I was sixteen. Oh. <laughs> I remember it was so slow. I would just like read magazines the whole day, and I had to wear like when you were, because I was new, I couldn't wear like the the cool Acme polos that were blue with the red logo. I had to wear, like, a white polo. But because I was so tall and gangly at that point, the shirt I wore was always, like, too small. My pants were, like, above my ankles. I was just, like, looked like such a mess. I was like, I need to stick to things with sports because that's where I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but.
1: Ta- tall girl fashion might be, like, an entire podcast because that is, oh, God, yeah. that yeah. is, it's unbelievable. Yeah. If you are over five nine as a woman, it is extremely hard to find pants and shirts that fit. Yeah. Please see it's the suitcase
2: just- floating around somewhere in Canada, <laughs> yeah. full of my Europe, my clothes from Europe. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <don't like> <laughs> <It's> college <laughs> travel podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, good times. But and then what else did I do in high school? I did the I did the Acme. I did basketball, and then when I was in college, I I. Uh, worked for this yeah. company called Spa Babies, which oh, if some of you are from Denville and the surrounding areas, you may have heard of it. It was like little girls' birthday parties. So my, like four of my friends from high school and I all like worked it together. And we had to wear like pink hats and pink t-shirts and the girls, it was it was little girls' birthday parties from ages like three to, you could do like 10, 11 whoever was willing to do the Macarena at that point. <laughs> and, uh, and I, uh, my friend, Kristen, who I hope she hears this, she would dress up like Cinderella. And uh, she she used to dress up like Cinderella, like upstairs in like the hair salon that we worked in and come downstairs and act like Cinderella. Meanwhile, like we were 19, 20 years old, like hungover from the night before. <laughs> all like all dressed up, <laughs> acting like like we're having a good time. So we had to paint their nails, paint their, their toes, do their hair, do their makeup, and then we would do like dances. They would all wear like costumes. We we would have like donated costumes from um, people who had recitals and then we would wash them after the parties and, and use them again but I remember I was the girl in charge of doing toenails and I would, would sit on this stool that was like three inches off the ground and mind you I'm six feet tall and they put me in charge of toenails. <laughs> Meanwhile my other friends who are good at hair and makeup get to like stand and be comfortable. So I just got the one job that everyone could do because I couldn't do anything else <laughs> and then it was like a race against who could be the slowest because whoever was done first had to lead the dancing and depending on how old they were you had to do like the hokey pokey the macarena. At that point Hannah Montana was huge and oh. um, you know that Sean Kingston song, Fire Burning on the Dance Floor. Oh, yeah. It sends chills up my spine every time I hear <laughs> that song. It just reminds me of that. That, Hannah Montana, like there's certain songs just like brings me right back. And I'm like, oh, Festival yeah. And like the little girls would get upset because you paint their toenails You're like, all right, it's got to dry, it's got to dry. And like the girls get up and they walk over to the nearest wall and just wipe their toenails on it. Paint gets rude and they start crying. You got to do it all over again. It's, oh, it's fun. God. But yeah it was a good time it was a fun job to have and the lady who ran it was like really good to us and you know we just we showed up and did like three parties in a day and then we would get cash and go out and use it to do whatever we we're doing we were 20 years old then and, <laughs> but yeah that was a that was a fun job that's what i did in college
1: now imagine tiktok was around for
2: that oh my god imagine Hi. like your
1: outfits oh the god, yes. the transitions you could do with oh spa god. babies oh yeah
2: it was fun. It was fun to, it's always, I always find a way to work with my friends. Yeah.
1: Which is, which is <laughs> yeah. so smart. Yeah. My That's whole to life. Do
2: it. Yeah. I've found a way to do that. But, and then that was like before my restaurant gig. And then after that, that was when I started my, my restaurant, uh, era of my life. when yeah, So and I was like
1: were 20. you 21 when you started
2: in restaurants? No, I was a junior in college. So I was like, it was before I was 21. Okay. I was living in the village and I started working at this place called Sideline, which is now Riviera Maya on Route Forty Six. Uh, um, yeah. My friends worked. My friends. <laughs> my friends worked there. They got me the job there. I was. I was playing basketball at Montclair State at the time, so I could only work like once a week. But I needed like some cash in my hand, so they were like, "Oh, work on Sundays, like for football. You make so much money. Like they when they have the UFC fights, you make so much money. Literally on Sundays, like there was all all they had that was busy at the time was this weird group of not weird just like an interesting because it's not from around here group of browns fans so every sunday there'd be like 60 people dressed in browns gear watching <laughs> whatever time the browns game was like it's such a random thing cuz that's not from it's cincinnati or right cincinnati yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is wild, because at
1: that point the Browns were going like zero and seventeen every year. Oh yeah, I'm
2: pretty sure I remember them always getting their butts kicked, yeah. and being like, "Wow, these people are diehards." <laughs> but I remember it just like wasn't if it was it wasn't busy because I think it was like transitioning. But long story short, I really didn't make that much money, but I did learn like how people get when they're hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but that was like my first taste of the restaurant biz. But I did like having cash in hand. I like being able to like walk around, move around, be on my feet. But um, it was like very much like a sports bar atmosphere. And uh, I worked there once a week. And then after a while, it just like didn't work out. So I phased myself out and just like basketball ended. It got warm out. <laughs> I started like coaching. So I was coaching AAU. That That's was like great. probably my favorite part. Um, yeah. And then after that, I worked, my friends also got me a job at second half. I worked there for like five and a half years. And then my uh, a friend got me a job <laughs> after that at Sogo. <laughs> and I was there for like two and a half years and that brought me to quarantine. So and from yeah. the
1: time you were like 14, 15 yeah. to quarantine, how what was the longest you ever went
2: without working? Uh, the five weeks I was in Europe. That that's was, crazy. Other than that, maybe like two days at a clip. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. it's
1: wild because <laughs> that's, I mean, that was probably, this is probably like the norm 20 years ago, right? But mm-hmm. nowadays, I mean, you know, I coach college basketball and there's many a time where kids come in and they're 18, 19 years old, and they've never had a job. It's to me, nuts. that's to me, that's insane. But like you think about it, I mean, Colleen has literally, Colleen's probably one of the hardest workers I know, but she has literally <laughs> grinded it out until, yeah. like, you just turned 30. Yeah. And, and I'm not, and, you know, I mean, hey, there's a lot of work years, like, left, right? But yeah. um, but that's just, it's wild, you yeah. know? And I'm sorry any Gen X or whatever this generation is listening, mm-hmm. but
2: there's that work ethic just doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. <gasps> I had two there's jobs for the majority of my 20s. That's wild. working. I worked six days a week pretty much the whole time in my 20s. And like six days a week at most of the time would be like 10 hour days. Yeah. Like sisters would be like the day I'd be like, okay, it's only 10 to six. Yeah. Light day, light day. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one's going to come in at 9.58 and make me stay till 11.15. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to like try to throw a beer bottle at you or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But also like learning how to bartend, which I did just like Because someone said, or Dennis said, the second half was like, hey, do you want to learn how to bartend? And I said, okay. And just like learned as I went. And I made a lot of mistakes, but it made me figure out how to do it in the end. Like I didn't take a bartending class or anything like that. Um, I just kind of like made a lot of mistakes. and fire right there. Yeah. And just like took people's advice. Some of it was worth taking. Some of it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, like I, I learned how to... I remember the first big mistake I really made is this guy ordered a a drambuie and ginger ale, and I didn't know what drambuie was. Drambuie <laughs> is like a, I don't even know what kind of, it's a liqueur or a liquor, but it's alcohol, and I had never heard yeah. of it at that point. It's like Scott, I, I don't know, I should it's know this. It's in a this, weird but, bottle, right? Yeah, it's yeah, in a weird I bottle. It's something sure. I'd never heard of. So the guy's like, I'll take a drambuie and ginger ale, and I was like, uh, okay, I thought he said cranberry and ginger ale, so I like go. <laughs> I go to pour the soda. I pour half ginger ale, half cranberry juice oh. and bring it back to it. And that's what I was thinking as I'm pouring it. I'm like, this guy is weird. So I bring it back and he's looking at it. He's like, uh, okay. And I walk away. I come back. He's like, oh, this isn't right. I ordered a uh, drambouille. And I was like, okay. So I added more cranberry thinking he said cranberry again. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, maybe it's not red enough. And then he just pretty much was like, what is this? And I was like, cranberry ginger. He's like, no, drambuie. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't know what that is. (laughs) And then he like pretty much had to point to it. And then, yeah, that was how I learned what drambuie was. Yeah, for I poured a, the first time I poured a draft beer, I did it just like holding the glass underneath it and it just like foamed and went everywhere. And I was like by myself. So the person was just like staring at me like what are you doing? I just wanted a Bud Light and like I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But like eventually you just like find out like I didn't learn I didn't know how to measure. Like when I started working at Sogo, I was, they were like, oh, you just do like a four count of this. And I was like, a four count? Like, I would just like do, I would just pour it in a glass and just like smell it and be like, oh, this smells like it should taste good. And then I would make it. (sighs) Yeah. And people liked it. I don't know. I was very like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I wasn't, I was very raw, I guess. Like, SoGo taught me more how to like measure things and like not be as, as wasteful, you know, like it make, it make the drinks make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, before that, I had to just like, I wouldn't have gotten the job at SoGo if I wasn't allowed to experiment with doing the right and wrong things before that so um yeah so I miss bartending that that I did miss and I haven't done it since the day since the Friday before the world shut down Right. because I remember yeah because they said don't come back to work till Monday well, and then after that it was over
0: for us which I don't think you do
2: <laughs> which I would do anytime yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, to this day, I still would, yeah. I bartended one time. I did, a, like, a pop-up. Someone ordered, like, a blow-up pub in their in their backyard and from 12 to 5. I just, like, stood in this blow-up pub and, like, served people Irish drinks. That was fun. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you, some cash in your hand, you have a good time, you get to talk to people. Like, that's the one thing, bart- like, making drinks anyone can do. It's, like, being able to, like, handle the bar during the day, you know, or during, or at night, whenever you work. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of moving parts when, when the... The, the liquids are flowing, and you don't know how people can react to certain things or the certain combos of people, and, you know, it's just a, it's like a game of chess. Yeah, you, <laughs> you never know? know what you're going to get. Yeah, well, you bartended, so you you get that, too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I don't know, Jesse you want to, do you want to give your working history? Sure. All right, because mine's, <laughs> mine's kind of similar to Colleen, so mine's probably
0: boring. <laughs> I don't know, mine's pretty boring. Um... <laughs> So, My, I didn't
1: talk about how I worked here at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's previous jobs. Christ. This is a current okay, job. Okay,
2: perfect. Yeah, true. Yeah, all yeah. leading to sisters. Yeah. All roads lead to sisters. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which was obviously a great experience for you.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's led me to the TikTok fame. Yeah. 45 minutes in and no one mentioned sisters yet. Wahoo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> As a rec counselor. I was in middle school. I can't
1: imagine that went well. Um,
0: I forgot what grade I was in in middle school. Oh no, it was fine. Um, I
2: True. it was something bossing to do. Kids I used around. to be <laughs> I could see that.
0: <laughs> I used to be um I was like I did go to rack when I was a kid. So like I was familiar with the setup and stuff like that. So I, it, just, did Denville have something like that or no? Uh,
1: I don't know. I in the summer they used to have like summer It wasn't, like, summer camp, but they would, like, pick you up and go to the bowling alley.
0: Okay. So, basically, for those of you who don't know what REC is, so it was in Rockaway, and um, basically all of the elementary schools had their own REC camp. So, it was, like, Birchwood, DBO had their own. um, That's kind of cool. What were the other ones? I can't remember. It's
2: it's Birchwood. Birchwood, DBO, Dwyer, KDM. Dwyer,
0: yeah. So, like, everybody had their own little REC camp, and it was for the majority of the summer. I think it was, like... It was maybe all of it, but only I think nine it to ended.
1: twelve,
2: right?
0: Yes, yeah. It was, and only that's a perfect morning. thing for your
1: mom. Like, all right, I don't have to watch oh, Jess, totally.
2: and she's gonna be working. No, no, well, so it? I was <laughs> at not Medal till four thirty.
0: At the time, at the time, Connie went back to work, so she was a stay-at-home mom up until Melissa and I were both in middle school, and then she went back to work. So, like, she was working during all of this. Um, so Melissa and I were literally just, like, walk down the hill. We lived like, right down the street from Birchwood. And we would just, like, walk uh, to it every day and call it a day. <laughs> um, but anyway, rack. for those of you who don't know, you basically go 9 to 12. And you basically watch the kids. Like, that's basically what you do. You hey, have activities. Concert. So it's either, like, you know, uh, card games. You make, like, friendship bracelets. Or you basically just hang out with these kids all day. And I think it's from... First or second gr- I think it's second grade up until fifth. Like okay. that's the age. I
1: heard rec, and I thought you were like running like a soccer team or something no, like, no, that. No, no, I was no, like that. No. Well. How <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> the heck did you get hired um, for Um
0: so I did fifth grade. Um and yeah, it was fun. It was just it was something to do during the summer for a little bit. You know what I mean? And it was get some I liked the cash in my pocket. I got paid mm-hmm. under minimum wage, like which was, you know, whatever.
1: But, <laughs> but you were 12. You don't know the difference. Yeah, no, it yeah. was,
0: it was, it is what it was. <laughs> it was just, it was money. Um, and I did that basically up until high school. Um, so yeah, I did that until my freshman year and I didn't have any jobs during high school because I was too busy with choir and theater. Like that took up a lot of freaking Another, time. another
1: podcast, Jess's theater experience. <laughs> <laughs> All the roles played by Jess
2: Vanek. <laughs> The one-woman show. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, I didn't have a job during high school because of that. And then uh, when I graduated high school, it's not like my mom, like, told me, like, yo, you got to get a job. (laughs) Like, we never had that conversation. I was just like, I need a job. Like, I, (laughs) I, I need some money. You know, I knew I was going to CCM at the time. And I was like, literally that summer... After like the 5 billion graduation parties that I went to, Mm. um, I was like, we need to find a job, which for those of you don't know, like finding a job in retail during like July, not the greatest idea because nobody's hiring.
1: Pretty horrendous, actually.
0: They've already hired for the summer. Like they're not hiring again until the fall. Like literally they're not hiring again until September. Oh, yeah. So I had to have went on. I literally went around the mall. I went on maybe, like, three. I know I went into Delia's, tried to get a job there. Oh, I know, whoa. remember Delia's? Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: I can smell the perfume right now. <laughs>
0: um, put my uh, So I had an interview there, didn't get anything from that. I just basically kept, like, putting my resume, which literally only had Ruck on it, by the way. And, 18-year-old like, some, like, Jess
1: running around And some, the ball. like,
0: school stuff, and, like, that was it. Yeah. Um, so it was really, really hard. And I know one day I'd walked into Aerie and put in my <laughs> my application. And I got a call to asking to come in for an interview. And my manager at the time, Sarah, I love her. I miss her a lot. Um, but she's incredibly intimidating. She's just, she's very much like, she's a hard book to read. Like you, you look at her and like you think that she hates you like that's just the vibe, and she basically like we went into the back room of Airy, and she's looking at a resume and she's like, well we can't talk about this because you've never done that, and we can't do this because you've never done that, and well you can't take this survey because you you don't have any experience so, what and gem. I was just like oh my god like I was literally almost about to burst into tears literally left that she was like all right like we'll give you a call like after the interview. Literally didn't even walk out of the mall yet. Called my mom, crying hysterically. I'm like, I'm never gonna get a job. <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna give me a chance. Like it's whatever. Not three days later, got a job at Area. <laughs> so she didn't hate me as much. As
1: There's hope out there, kids. kids.
0: <laughs> um, that was an interesting experience. I was there for two years. Um, the first year was honestly awesome. It was it was a great experience. I was working with. Some really awesome girls who i actually still keep in touch with today um hopefully you're listening <laughs> and uh yeah it was it was definitely interesting it was my first time working with like customers and things like that which was a hard learning curve for me and granted like you know
1: imagine this theater kid has to work with customers after four years of not having a job so you <laughs> can imagine what an adjustment well, that no, was
0: this is the thing too i mean a lot of people don't realize that I was an incredibly shy kid. Like I was that kid to like walk in the hallway with like my head down and like like I, like I, I, I was incredibly quiet. Mm. I didn't make friends easily. Like it was just like I, I was really, really shy. And like theater helped a lot with that. Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> like, it was, like really, really a lot. Um. But like going into this experience, like <sighs> It was, it was hard to navigate for me because of that, because, like, yeah, like, I still didn't have, like, a lot of confidence, and I also, like, didn't want, you know, the manager Sarah at the time to be, like, the hell did I hire her for? You know what I mean? Like, she is freaking awful I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I mean, it um, happens, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I didn't want that to ever happen, um... And just, like, you know, I had to sell credit cards and, like, talk people into that. and Like, that was a whole thing where Mm. I was I was not comfortable with. Like, I literally was not comfortable with at all.
1: Yeah, it's tough. So
0: that took a really long time for me to get used to um and also just like how to speak to customers yeah which like because it's like a whole different thing like you can't just say what pops into your head and the way that it pops into your head especially at
2: 18 19 years old (laughs) Uh and uh, you have to like treat each person differently yes you have to like read them and then and then react yeah
0: (laughs) so like i struggled a lot with that um and just like just the language that I should use with customers, I guess. Not that I was like, you know. And
1: corporate airy in the Rockaway Mall is probably a lot different than yeah, right. f- what you're seeing. Um. <laughs> yeah, what you're oh seeing God. here. No, it
0: was nuts. It was nuts. Because you, like, you get a lot of moms who are like bringing their daughters in for like a, their either their first bra or like...
1: It's so awkward. You know.
0: <laughs> and like a year yeah. in, I became a fit expert, which is like basically... Like I was in the fitting room the entire time and basically finding people the right bra, which like I loved and I could still measure you today. Like I could literally like get a measuring tape and like fit you both for a bra right now. Hey. Like I still remember how to do it. Wonderful skill to have. But that was (laughs) a lot too because, you know, a lot, let's be honest, like, and this could be a whole other podcast too, but like. 90% of women I feel like out there don't know how a bra should fit, don't know what sizes to look for, don't know that every place that they go they're going to be a different size. Like they shouldn't, you know, they should get get fitted every single place that they go, as annoying as it is, because you're going to be a different size. Like it just is what it is. And they don't know what to look for. So a lot of the times, like I would, again, like I was a year into this job, I was a little bit more comfortable (laughs) when this happened. (laughs) But you know, basically saying, you know, like, listen, like, if you're comfortable, like, with having me take a look just to make sure it fits right, you know what I mean? And, like, that was a whole navigation, too, because my mom would be, like, F no.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like F no, weird. and
0: I'm, like, okay, <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> like, so that was a whole thing. I did get, like, very comfortable with people, though, then. Like, it, yeah. like you I just have to be. Like, yeah. you can't be. Sh- like, literally, I mean, I had, like, women literally open the door completely topless, like not given a care in the world. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean you gotta love a girl okay. with confidence.
0: And then too, like there's the whole theft thing too, which like was a whole other thing in the mall too that I had to worry about and learn. And it was an awful feeling when I got started from
1: <laughs> I can just see competitive Jess like ready oh to my kill somebody.
0: God. <laughs> it was just such an awful feeling. Um <laughs> yeah it's really bad. Um And two, you know, there was the whole other thing. If for those of you who've never worked in corporate retail, it's like you you don't work the entire day. So you have four hour shifts, and then you also have what's called four hours. (laughs) Jeez. Then you also have what's called a call in shift. So basically everybody that works there, like every sales associate has it. They'll have like a couple of call-in shifts. So basically an hour before your call in shift, you call the store and see if they need you. Huh. And if they say that they don't, then you don't come in that day.
2: That literally sounds like torture. There is nothing worse than like oh, no God mental knowing. prep. But on my end, I'm like that would be a- if Tierney yeah. had to call
1: in and be like, Oh my God, Tierney, we're busy. Get over here. That'd be
0: fantastic. But like, can you imagine? let really do right. that. Like, that. Like, so, like, to have oh, God, everything planned yes. out and like likes to know what I'm doing like oh. days in advance. Like, oh. if you want to make plans with oh. me? Miserable. We have to we have to plan things like months in advance. So like this I this podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. You know.
0: So, that was super fun. Also, like, floor sets and changing the store. I mean, I was there sometimes from closing. So, when the mall closed at, what, 9, 9.30? All the way, sometimes until 6 o'clock in the morning, changing mm-hmm. the store over. God. And no. I was t- I was at CCM at the time, too. So, I was still going to school and doing that, too. Yeah. Um. Terrible. Anyway, yeah. second year wasn't great. It was, it turned, there was a change in management. My dear Sarah left. <laughs> and- <laughs> And there was a change in management. And it just, it really, really shifted to the point where I was literally leaving work every day crying. Like, I literally uh, the drive home in tears, crying starkly. It was just so bad. It was so toxic. Um, and really, really catty and high school-like. You know, like, the manager, the newer manager that took over would, like, be like, oh, so-and-so said this about you. Aye. And like, it would be, and it was the, it was the manager. It was supposed to be the person that's like leading us and like yeah. setting by example. And yeah, no, it was just bad. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Um, so yeah. And then one day I was walking in Denville. <laughs> 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 I knew I wanted to leave Aerie, um, but I was just like, I don't know. I hadn't really started looking yet, but I knew I needed to start soon. I was like, I can't go another year working here. <laughs> like, I just can't do it, even half a year. Like, I can't even do it. Um, was walking in Denver with my sister. We were killing some time. Um, we'd gotten dinner, I think at like Veggie Heaven or something. Anyway, we were walking down Broadway, and we stumbled across Sisters. And we're like, oh, we've never seen this before. Let's Fresh, go in.
1: Freshed open.
0: I remember Kate standing by the built-in. And like Melissa and I were just looking around. We're like, oh my god, that's so cute. And then I asked Kate if... You guys were hiring, and she goes, You know, like, go next door to my sister, and like, she can tell you, she can like ask for your resume. What an easy thing. Dun huh? dun dun. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so we went into Surprising Store, and I remember you at the counter, and I basically said the same thing to you. When you guys hiring, you said, You gave me your email, and Eight
1: <laughs> sent Eight years later, boom, boom. Resume
0: and yeah and I mean we already talked about how I had like my Starbucks interview and all that you did yeah. make me sweat I think I there was like I think there was like three weeks where like I didn't hear from you guys and I was like there's no sounds about way. Right. <laughs> there's no there's no freaking way that I got this job I remember it was around This was just Day. a
2: post-it on the counter Yeah,
0: <laughs> Call back jacks yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm like a procrastinator to the T to the T like I will get everything done I just will wait forever you thrive it. under the
2: pressure I really do and, you enjoy, and you enjoy
1: the pressure I know you I like wish it. I was different but like, I'm a yes. psychopath what I know what say.
2: you like it I do I every, please see every Pink Witches event oh god <laughs> always gets done but like you should see us in the hours leading oh, up to god. it it's so bad <laughs> psycho like
1: I'm a I, like, I, I, like yeah there's something not right there I should probably go to therapy for this <laughs>
2: But that's the thing I like about like the jobs I've had is that it's not just like you sit down at a desk all day, like here, like I get to work here and it's a small business atmosphere, but we get to do like weird things like TikTok and we have the events and I like to like, I like to be, I like to be part of stuff like that. Right. You know, it makes me, it's like, gives you like a more of a sense of purpose, if you will. Yeah. Like, you never know what something. you're going to get. Yeah. Every day is different. yeah That's what I like too. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: a great, it's, I mean, great slash crazy feeling
2: Yeah. Well, it's like in the restaurant is it was like, oh, you know, it's great when you make hundreds of dollars in a day, and it's not great when nobody shows up, so yeah. you gotta take the good, you gotta t- always take the good with the bad, but. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: rough walking out with 15 bucks after a shift, but yeah. it happens.
2: Yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, it was around Mother's Day, and Melissa and I were like, we don't have anything for Connie, like, it's like, you know, we need to get her something, we had gotten stuff from Vera Bradley and Surprise and store. Before in the past it's a handful Bradley. of times. I know. Last for the past. Um so we like, you know what? Like let's just swing by and like pick Connie something up, like really quick. And Kate was at the counter and like I felt so awkward because I'm like, there's no way I got this job. And like now yeah. I just feel weird. And like I feel like I shouldn't even have walked in here. <laughs> and then literally, I guess like I mean she must have like said, like, oh like, shit, we haven't called her yet or something, because like two days later, you gave me a call. Shocker, Meg like, called. Weird. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Look, <laughs> like I you want a job.
2: <laughs> I suck. I suck.
0: No, you said it a lot nicer than that. What up? It's
2: Meg. You yeah. I, remember,
0: I remember you telling me that my resume was impressive, which I was shocked about because I didn't think it was impressive at all.
1: It you literally and put on there. You were like the rising star of like New Jersey or something. <laughs> did not. I'm
2: um. telling
1: you, it said, it said it on there. I can vividly
2: remember it.
0: Um. And yeah, and then I started working here. First week, decapitated Santa. That was fun. Mm. Um, Ooh, <laughs> it's, been, yeah. it's been uphill ever since. Then I started. That's very true. I started. <laughs> I barely bring anything now. Knock on hey, come on. Um, oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be, this is <laughs> gonna
1: oh, be God. a hell of a day. <laughs> it
2: was a full moon this week, Jess. Yes. how could you say I'm that? Sorry,
0: I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, and then like a year in, you guys started letting me help out with buying and and that was fun all right and don't and,
1: be bringing up sisters now jess no, it's not I'm this just, is previous jobs i'm
0: just saying right. you know yeah and yeah but no but like that like working here like that made me change my major and like it like working with you guys also too coming from airy yeah into this environment like we're airy was <laughs> Two literally people who
1: don't know what they're
0: the doing <laughs> best, no but like the it was the most cancerous environment at airy yeah. And, like, I thought, okay, like, this is what working with women is like. Like, I literally thought that. And then came into here where, like, everybody was so nice and, like, helpful and supportive. And, like, it was, like, night and day, literally. So, like, coming in, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've (laughs) definitely had our ups and downs with our squad in here yeah. for sure you know as any retail whatever place is gonna have and granted we do hire high school and college well before covid we hired high school and college kids so just has seen the good the bad and the ugly yeah. here at sisters but- <laughs> now you have to
2: fight me for the hours yeah so, sorry. yeah this is yeah, my only job now yeah
1: <laughs> now yeah now we've solidified quite the squad but again you, you just never know so it's uh yeah i mean well, that's it's the thing it's like working good.
2: in restaurants too you get to like you get to meet all different kinds of people oh, yeah, like you know it's just yeah. so many walks of life and even here like I have met a lot of different kids like totally. that were I say kids I feel like I'm old now but yeah. like a lot of different people like people that were younger than me in and out and some I liked and some I forgot about <laughs> so. <laughs> so they creep back up when they come in yeah, yeah
0: you know what's crazy too though which like we've never talked about but I was talking about it with my best friend Ali last night and she didn't even know this, but, like, Col and I had a weird connection, which we didn't even know about, because Kyle's, one of Kyle's best friends, Donna, and mm. my sister, Melissa, are very good friends, and, like, have been since middle school. And, yes. like, we didn't even know. And, like, call knew of Melissa, but, like, we didn't even know that yeah.
2: that. <laughs> I did not know you, that you were yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a very small world, but very much. And
2: I think here was the first time I worked with like a group of girls. Like before that, like other than spa babies, but that was like my friends that was different. But like after that, I was coaching basketball. I was working in restaurants. This is the first time I was in like an environment of like the same group of people like day in, day out. Yeah. Like, and like it's not like in restaurants where like you there's it's a big space you can just get away from each other like here like you're in the same room all day yeah <laughs> you have you have to, there's, like, no, there's no right. escaping each yeah, other yeah you have to find a way to like spend eight hours with someone and like you have to be okay with like how how do you how do you not be in someone's personal space right like yeah. while being in the same room all day that's why it's lovely that it's nice out because there's a bench outside that we can all escape yeah, to which yeah which <laughs> goes down it's somehow in front of our store now and I never Meg's <laughs> always sitting on it shh this part <laughs> out, part yeah. out. I enjoy that yeah. bench. It's,
1: yeah. it's nostalgic to me. Bench. Yeah, bench has
0: done a lot for us. Yeah, many a team meeting. Has that that uh huh. <laughs> that bench
1: got me through Hurricane Irene. I will never. I will never let go of that bench.
2: Another job I had. I was working basketball camps. That I liked Ooh, that. Yeah. Basketball camps are fun.
0: knows all about that. Yeah.
2: yeah. This
1: past summer was the first time in probably 15 20 years I didn't work a basketball camp.
2: I don't know. If, yeah, well, I went to the Morris Catholic basketball camp when Meg was in high school.
1: I know, it's just so crazy. Like
2: and how I did like, I not remember
1: you? You were yeah. you were taller than me. Like how did I not remember that? <laughs> yeah,
2: actually I probably that was I was very tall at that point. I did the soccer and the basketball one. And I remember that was like right before high school and after that I was working like Mr. Neiman at Morris Hills and I played I would work all his camps and then I worked Bob's camps. I worked Phyllis Magina who used to coach at Seaton Hall. I did a couple camps with her. That was fun.
1: Yeah, that sports world is like, it's... It is. It's just so fun. Yeah. And Especially if you love it. If you love the game, you love coaching it. Mm -hmm. It's it's not work at all.
2: Yeah. And I love coaching the younger kids. Like I remember, like I remember, like very clearly to this day, the first time I had a girl who was in fifth grade dribble with her like weak hand down the left side of the court and make a lefty layup, and I was just like, oh my god, I taught her how to do that. (laughs) Like she could not do that before the season started. I remember it was like the first time I realized like what I did in practice actually like translated to another person.
1: And now her name is Stella Johnson, and she's in the the WNBA. <laughs> no, <Colleen
2: Johnson. laughs> oh, but stella johnson i remember you from in sixth grade wow uh, oh, stella johnson the it.
1: pride of denville you know what and we like i mean this is like such a small platform but we do not celebrate that enough there is a girl from denville in the WNBA. if that's, there was yeah. a there was a i, I hate to say it that. but yeah uh, right exactly that's crazy i know if there was a a a guy yeah. in the NBA, could oh, you yeah. imagine Denville would be throwing yeah. a parade every day? Again, a whole other yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But Stella, if you ever listen to this podcast, we're going to get you a goddamn parade. Because <laughs> you deserve it. You He's are the, the pride flag of Denville. Something. Like a something 100%. Something. Oh my God, yeah. Kids should get the
0: key to the city. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, Meg, so that brings us to you. All
1: right. Well, you know, we've been talking for a while, so okay. I think maybe. Uh, Maybe my story should be another podcast because, let's be honest, people are starting to get bored.
0: All right. Well, it's a little teaser for next time. Yeah.
1: You know, hey, Meg story is coming in podcast <laughs> 38. Make sure you listen.
0: All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Hey, guys. It's Jess here. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to like and follow us right here on Spotify to be the first to hear our next episode. We'll catch you next time.